Because you're a millionaire if you fight Conor McGregor. Yeah. But then when you adult, yeah. Dustin making made some fucking money, bro. I love that. Yeah. And he's selling his hot sauce, which just like Conor, his, yeah. his liquor, bro, that that fucking that Scotch whiskey he's doing, I've tasted it, bro. It tastes like shit. If, if you buy the high end bottle, yeah, that tastes better, but it's because you're spending the money for it. But it sells because he's a name brand. So Dustin's hot sauce, that shit might taste. Like garbage. It might taste like old Tabasco sauce mixed with fucking mayonnaise. But People will buy it and never exactly. open it. They will buy it and put it on it's the a brand somewhere. It's a brand. It's like, become a brand. This is, you know, who yeah. Um, yeah. I, um, they got a, that new movie coming out on Netflix um, where it's about Nike and it's all these huge. Oh, stars. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, about LeBron before he before he even came it's, into the it's NBA. It's about Nike, man. It's about. It's, it, it's based on Nike, but they're in the premise of it all. They were going to get LeBron. I think it's Jordan. It's no, no, because they're talking about the, uh, the Air Max One. Um, I, I'm pretty sure it was LeBron that they were talking about in it. Or, or maybe it, Nike was around way before LeBron. Yeah. It was Jordan. And maybe, maybe it was. It, yeah. It's time for a fact check. The film will chronicle the development of the now iconic Air Jordan basketball shoe with Damon Vaccaro's plucking a little-known player by the name of Michael Jordan only in his second season with the Chicago Bulls as their legend in the making. Now back to your podcast. <laughs> a guy. A player. Hey, I could be wrong. I'm just, I know. It, Nike. But it's one of them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, I, that's going to be fucking great, you know. Um, but but again, it's name branding. It's name branding. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, how many, how many of these big stars, you know, like uh, selling movies, and then they go to these fucking low budget films, like you see them, some of them on Netflix, you know, <clears throat> where they shot the whole thing and it's a low budget film, shot three locations, and they shot it in a month. Yeah. You know, they sold it because fucking Al Pacino's in it, you know, or whoever, you know, and it's name branding, and uh, and really, if you're in the fight game. You're only going to make money for so many fucking years as a pro athlete. And in the fight game, you got, what, five to ten years, depending on how you fucking run, you know? So then what do you do? You just you let it fall off? No, you got to go to the next thing, you know? And like I said with Connor, he's got to be hungry for something, you know? So it's and, – and also it's this. He's going to the next thing, but he also he don't want to be forgot for what he is. So at the end of the day, it's a little bit of pride. It's, I still got some fight left in the tank. I'm still a fucking dog and I can prove it. Mm -hmm. You know, and I understand that. I mean, we're in our 40s now. I mean, look, I'm not fucking going out there to go out for fucking golden gloves again or trying to be a fucking world champion. But an average Joe calls me fucking out. I'm in the gym for three months and bitch, we can do this. We're getting on Facebook Live with this shit. (laughs) (laughs) Recently, they had, uh, they called it, Baton Rouge's fucking uh, Baton Rouge's uh, um, socialites, whatever it is, Ryan Maranto and uh, and um, fuck, I can't think of the other guy's name, uh, who's like a friend of a friend of ours, um, kind of bigger guys. Not they probably between the two of them, they may have been in one or two fights in their life. And when I say fights, they probably got beat up. <laughs> not knocking them, but that's just what it is. <laughs> and they did a chair. They got an argument, which led into a, a social media thing where they challenged each other to box. And they actually went to Lamar Dixon, sold that bitch out, had huge like um, Gordon McKernan. Um, <laughs> what's the guy's name with the uh, with the Raising Canes? Uh, to Todd, Todd Graves. Graves. Todd Graves, like all these big people. <clears throat> And they got free promotion for it, so yeah. everybody jumped in it. And everybody, 
showed up between 30 to fucking 55 years old that's been going out in Baton Rouge. You know, they all kind of know each other. Yeah. Went to this... Uh, it wasn't even a fight, man. I mean, you you and I have boxed uh, and, and also been in more fist fights. We can ever fucking count with people. <clears throat> it was so, it was it was so bad. I've, I've seen, I've really seen girls fight harder than these two guys. You know, but again, going back to us, man. Somebody, come, oh, so this situation come up. Somebody says, who's gonna be the next um, local celebrity? boxing match you know? and somebody said me and uh, Ryan Sharp should go again <laughs> Ryan's like no I'm good and I was like tell you what I'll do the charity event with three people one each, a different person each round you know I can do that you know yeah. but man I can't rounds. man I can't go to no gym with no motherfucking dog I know 15 year olds that'll wax my fucking ass if beat to say gym starting a lot younger and, oh my and getting God. better a lot younger and getting a lot better there's new techniques and Dude, you know. okay, like John Jones is coming back now, okay? <clears throat> He's fighting Cyril Gaon, okay? That dude's been fucking doing MMA since he was a kid, son. He, he, I, I don't even think he's got more than double-digit UFC fights. And he's fought for championship two or three times or fucking ready. The dude's a beast. Yeah. Karate to kickboxing, and you get some MMA, you know, some jiu-jitsu in there, and that motherfucker's rounded. Yeah. You know, you, you're, seeing, you, you're seeing guys come into MMA now with such depth in everything that they do. Like, we watch the old UFC fights, the original ones, that when it was illegal, you know, and, and fucking uh, uh, ESPN wouldn't have nothing to do with it. had a time limit. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't call it a fight. It was 15 minutes. Hours. 15 minutes of fight uh, around. Some of them didn't have time limits in the beginning. Uh, I think it was 15 minutes was each it? round, yeah. In 15 the- fucking minutes. It's time for a fact check. The first time they had limits was April 7th, 1995, in which that time they set a 30-minute limit. Now, back to your podcast. Man, I remember some of the more... People don't know how long a fucking a minute is until they got to put fucking gloves on a motherfucker trying not to get A minute is a long time. 15 yeah. minutes, especially if somebody's trying to turn it in a ring and you're... Yeah, boxed it. Oh man, and then back then their weight classes were fucked up, bro. They had Hoist Gracie, who was like 150 pounds, fighting Dan Severn, who was like. They had weight classes. Yeah, he was like 240 pounds, fucking (laughs) six foot six monster. Yeah. (laughs) But you just watch the advancement, and you see these kids fucking going in MMA. uh, Like, what's that kid's name that um, Bellator picked up? Um, He was a Piku, Aaron Piku. The kid was a, um, he went to, I think he got uh, a national, national silver gloves in boxing. Um, he became a world jiu-jitsu champion for his age group. Okay, and then he went on in kickboxing and then switched over to MMA. They picked this kid up when he was like 16 years old and put him on an annual contract for paying him to train everything to the time he gets of age. But what they fucked up is they advanced his competition too quick. Like his uh, third fight he was fighting somebody was like 25 and 15 or something and ended up losing because he got caught he actually lost I think three fights that way where he just got too aggressive because he was overconfident or bit off more than he could chew you know and, and try to advance too fast but the, but the kid's a rounded beast yeah. you know and so in MMA and in boxing man these fucking kids are coming up Nine years old, people could beat it in the ass, you know. Because they just so, there's so much more knowledge that's yeah. attainable. But like uh, we talk about basketball and football, you know, like yeah, I think basketball players to their pansies how they do that flop bullshit. But um, that's 
that's because they've had to they've had to tailor themselves to this you know had they got away with it they would be even more tough now because look at these motherfuckers six foot eight six nine and seven foot tall blasting three-pointers from almost half court and come in and dunk on your ass and are ball handlers you know um the, the athlete has it has has advanced really? to levels that always yeah well, in boxing we got people knocking people unconscious knocked out at 135 pounds I watched the uh, Canelo, Sergey Kovalev. Yeah, oh, I remember that. Oh my! That was a that was goodness, a fucking war, bro. It was it w- was. I think Sergey was like right there with him on all cards, and then he caught him with that body shot. Yeah. And then he caught him on the side, and he was he was going he was like Glass Joe. And yeah. He was going down, and I know y'all can't see me, but I'm wiggling my body right now. <laughs> He's, he's learning it. He's going down, and then he caught him with that straight right yeah. again. Like, and it just, I, I, and he fell on the right. His body went limp immediately. Like, it wasn't yeah. no slow going down. Yeah. And he fell right on the rope like that. Yeah. And he was just like, Wait, oh my goodness. Yeah. That was one of the most. And then I watched uh, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, three last night. Yeah. That was a good one. I was just bored watching small fights. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a real good one. Yeah, the, the athlete has changed. And it's just like people, you know, um, we have more knowledge at our fingertips than ever before. <clears throat> and we have more occurrences of people becoming billionaires faster. But um, people what make it up. as a billionaire, bro? Do you have to have a billion dollars in the bank? To be a billionaire? Yeah. yeah you, you have, have to have a billion Your cash. entire equity? No. No, it's what you're worth. I'm going to tell you this. Elon Musk, I mean, I don't know what he, I mean, I'm just assuming, but I bet he doesn't have not even a billion dollars he has access to immediately. He has to liquidate stocks or whatever or get a loan That's from the true. bank. I think you should have a billion <clears throat> cash to be a billionaire. Mm, I mean, That's just I, I personally know people that, that probably have less than um, 20 grand in their checking account. But if you liquidated all the properties and, and everything else that they have in stocks, uh, be a hundred, two hundred million dollars. Mm-hmm. So for, for us to say, oh, he don't even have a hundred grand. He ain't worth a hundred grand. No, yeah. absolutely not. Yes, <clears throat> absolutely not. I like my billionaires to be like. Oh yeah, I mean, look, <laughs> that's some Italian shit right there. <laughs> How much gold do you have? That's how much you're worth. That's what I mean, man. That's what, that's what I picture my billionaires to be like. You know, villains or something. Um, just large uh, safes of cash like you you're doing a backstroke I, I remember the, the Chappelle talking about he said I remember when I met Cayenne West and he said Cayenne man, West he, he, was, he was like man he's like you ain't got no gold chains on or nothing you know he says man let me tell you something a millionaire might wear this shit but I'm a billionaire I don't, I don't have to wear wear it you know and he was like, ooh, that meant something. He said, but but when he lost that billion dollar contract, let me get the chain. He goes, you know what? You better go get your gold chain, boy. I'm back to millionaire. I don't know. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it's interesting to think about, though. Yeah. Look, yeah, I mean, I getting older, I used to, you know, we came from nothing. So, yeah, you know, I'm with that, you know, like. You only work what you got. You can go get out the closet or your pocket, right? Um, but but getting older, man, it's a strong thing. Credit, bro. Yeah. I, I know people that are out there buying properties and mm-hmm. buying businesses on a motherfucking signature. Yeah. That's strong. Yeah. To, to me, 
if you can do that, that's better than going and digging your pocket for it. You know, um, it's using unless you got it in your pocket. It's, it's leveraging <laughs> someone else's money yeah. with them involved with your risk of making it or not. Oh yeah. You so see, you, you can file chapter. Yeah, when you say it that way, <laughs> you're yeah. right. Like I didn't even you see put any cash here. This is just yeah. This is imaginary. Well, that's why you LLC and incorporate. You incorporate everything and LLC it. Mm-hmm. Um, Brad, uh, look, I want to buy this property over here. Um, it's a strip mall. It's worth uh, two and a half million dollars. Um, I'm gonna give you a two hundred thousand dollar check to put down on it. You just bankroll the rest of it, and uh, we just consider it like this. If it works out, I give you ten percent. I give you ten percent on top of the money that you loan me. And if it don't, well, I'm following chapter eleven. And, uh, That's all I'm gonna be Donald Trump. Bitch. <laughs> difficulties i'm gonna have to uh make this a two-parter so this will be the end of the first episode and next week on everyday guys we'll talk about a nation in peril boot camp for children and